Hey everyone. I've been thinking a lot about intention lately. It just seems right to talk about. Everything that we do, everything that we plan out, we have some sort of intention in mind of what, what it is that we want to achieve within the action that we took. Whether it's a reaction to something that's going on or whether it's something that we'd like to, to do to move things in a certain direction mainly finding a type of imbalance between the state that we're in internally and the external world around us and what we can do to change things in that second, you know? When you drink water, you have the intention of not being thirsty anymore. But it's it's not just that simple, right? Because if you go deep down inside and, and you look at exactly what your intention is. It's it's not an easy thing to do. What what your intention is with regards to other people, to with regards to your actions, with with your thoughts. What are you trying to reach with everything you're doing? It's just like when you when I'm saying my words right now when I'm talking. It's there's there's a type of intention that I have internally that I'm trying to portray to you guys. And I'm trying to carry the meaning of my intention through my words to you. And hopefully you would interpret my words in the way that I intend them, the meaning that I intend for my words to have. And we've always we're always in that situation where we're in a place and we, we want to explain to someone what, what's going on, to explain our, our point of view or our, our intention to begin with. And sometimes we find it difficult, you know, how am I supposed to find the right set of words to use? to carry the meaning I have inside of me and have those exact words be interpreted by someone else and every, of course, you know, every single person is going to interpret words differently so these words have to be specific to the people I'm talking to how are they going to interpret the words that I'm saying or you're saying to understand what you intend so it's a matter of interpretation what your intention is. So it's 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 a bit weird here because the only things you can control here are the exact words you're saying, how you're saying them, how fast your tempo, your voice tone, your energy when you when you say those words and when you say those words and in which context, in which scenario, to how many people at the same time. And then all Everything else is on the other person, depending on what their mood is, depending on what prejudgments they had of you, depending on what they think of the entire situation before you even opened your mouth. All of those things are going to play around with how they interpret your words themselves and how they understand your intention. And that's where a lot of miscommunication happens because you have your own intention and everyone has an, an intention and you're trying to to understand someone else's intention and you're trying to explain your own and I think a lot of the times we get stuck with explaining our own intention to the point like two people both trying to explain their own intention to the point where no one is trying to listen to the other person's true meaning and nothing moves forward and we can imagine how many fights happen over that but intention doesn't stop there intention happens in any game you play or a sports game like imagine you're in a tennis game and you're serving, so you throw the ball up high and you swing your your tennis racket and you hit the ball. Now, in your mind's eye, you have a certain intention of where you want the ball to hit. You want it to hit in that 
specific square on the opposite side on the opponent's field, right? And you want it to be this fast and you want it to hit at that angle in this direction. So it would be the hardest for your opponent to actually counter and hit it back. And it would increase the possibility of you either acing, just getting your serve in on the first try, or making your rebound a lot easier. So the second hit that you hit after your opponent hits the ball, you're closer to the net and you can hit the ball in a way that they can't catch it in the next uh, next swing, let's say. So in that in that scenario alone, you had so many intentions that unfolded so quickly, right? You had the intention of serving in a specific uh, in a specific location, certain angle, certain direction, certain speed, power, all of that. And the second your opponent reacted, your intention, you had another intention lined up to counter your opponent's intention, right? And I don't think those two intentions that you had existed at separate times. I think they both existed simultaneously because you you intended to follow up with the ball no matter what the outcome was from your first serve, right? So I don't think intention is something that's singular. I don't think you have one intention in you. I think you have multiple intentions that can show up in different times depending on different situations, depending on how you feel. Uh, the, what's going on around you, the people around you, what they expect from you and what you expect from them. You have this interplay of intention in you of how you're going to react to things and the goals you want to move thing, the, the goals you want to move towards and how you're going to move things to move towards those goals. How are you going to balance the imbalances between what's inside of you and what's outside of you to continue on your path, right? And you know, it's just, it's just something, it's hard to put your finger on what an intention really is, right? Every one of us has an idea of what that is. You know, sometimes we're unclear because we're not as honest with ourselves as we need to be. And for others, their intention is quite clear. At least like for me, I try to make it very clear to the people around me what my intention is. And I practiced myself to take control over the things that I can take control of personally, myself to be able to push through as much of my intention as possible to other people in a way that they can understand. And this podcast, for example, has been a very big help with that. Whenever I'm talking to anyone, I, I think about, and it's, I stopped thinking about it, it's pr pretty much automatic at this point, once you start doing it often or thinking about it this way for a long time. I look at the situation and I look at what information I think the other person has. What do I think the person in front of me knows about a certain topic I'm trying to explain, for example? And with that, I start at that line. What would they understand? What do they understand right now? And what could they understand from what I'm saying? And then I ask myself, what's the best way I can convey my meaning and my intention to them in the least amount of words possible in the best way possible for them to really get what I'm trying to say? And of course, depending on the person, it, it differs, you know, some people are are less capable, let's put it that way, less capable of understanding you than some others. You know, if I'm talking to one of my best friends and we both get each other intellectually and we're both on the same level, I don't need to explain my intention that deliberately to him or her. I just 
say what's on my mind and they get me, you know. But they get me in the way that they interpret my persona or my role within the narrative that they have in their life. Because who I am to myself or who I think I am to someone else might not be what I really am to that someone exactly. Sure, we'd be friends and we'd be bonded, but our perception of our roles within our structures, independently from each other, they're quite different. So I had I had this scenario that happened the other day. I I a friend of mine had friends of his in, in a club, and we I entered with him, and he started looking for them, and I just walked around to see like uh, to see what this club is about. I honestly like I'm a people observer. I like to observe people in general, and I think you guys know that. I like to see how people react in certain situations, and I see like oh like all of these people in in this tiny space dancing to this uh, type of music, you know, trying to either really actually dance or trying to get laid or trying to who knows what they're trying to do but like sometimes it's just nice to to observe and see people's intentions or motivations and see how they're trying to react in a certain place so after five minutes of roaming around i lost my friend while he was roaming around to find his friends so i start looking for him now in this club there they, they had like this type of backyard where you could go and and smoke it was outdoors so I, I went there to see maybe maybe he might be there and I went and uh, it was it was almost empty like there were five or six people and it was quite a spacious area and this dude who who looked a bit you know he didn't look like the coolest dude he looked a bit nerdy geeky uh, with long hair and like a, a funky shirt and I and I'm just walking by and I made eye contact with him and by, I don't know if it was by accident, if he was just also someone I was observing. But he looked at me and he said, uh, he started trying to talk to me and have a conversation and he's like, hi. And he started trying to talk to me in, Ger- in English, sorry. And his English was just horrible, you know, he couldn't speak at all. And uh, he, he couldn't communicate properly at all. And he was smashed too. He was a really drunk dude. But like being me, I'm, I don't want to be mean to anyone and I want to be nice. So I look at him, I smile, I shake his hand and I I nod my head as he talks. And I'm like, listen, man, you look like a wonderful person, but I can't talk to you because I'm I'm looking for my friends and I have to leave, which is the truth, you know. And he looks at me and he looks at me vi- like in, in a look of so much confusion and he starts speaking in English again. He's like, no, no, man, like I... And he starts trying to defend himself in a way. I think he massively misunderstood what I was saying. So I was like, no, dude, relax. I, and then I, I lowered my level of communication. I am pointing to myself and then did like this binocular type of look in front of my face. I am looking for my friends. And then I pointed to the area of the club. I have to go find them. Uh, bye. And he looks at me. He's like, "No, no, I, I didn't mean that." You know. And he started, you know, trying to. He thought that I, he, I think he thought that I thought that he insulted me, and he, he didn't insult me, you know. And I, I don't, I, I, I don't get insulted easily. And it's just that this miscommunication happened out of nowhere, and I was just, you know, I, I wasn't, I was just trying to not be mean to this guy trying to be nice in general to any any soul I see. And we're all lost souls at the end of the day, you know. None of us knows what's happening and we're all just trying to connect. And like, I'm not going to punish this guy for trying to connect with me. That's something I reward. So 
I look at him again and I saw that I can't really clarify myself to him. And I smiled again. I'm like, okay, dude, I'm going to leave. And then I left and I, I, I was walking away and he I, I could hear him, you know, like being uh, not angry, but frustrated, definitely frustrated because he thought that he hurt me or insulted me in a certain way. But I, I couldn't get my intention across to him properly. Maybe I could if I put more effort, but I really didn't want to put more effort. And I was kind in every possible way I could be. But he misinterpreted what I was saying. And I I don't really, I don't want to spend more time trying to interpret what you're saying or trying to explain what I'm saying, you know? But I was re- as respectful as I could be. And, and maybe maybe I hurt him. I didn't mean to hurt him. But I can't feel responsible for that. That's on him for the responsibility of how you feel after that reaction or interaction is is down to you. It's not down to me. So like if I go and I talk to a girl and she rejects me, let's say, it should sting, but it's it's up to me to decide whether or not that stings, you know. But I took it upon myself to take that burden of the interaction turning out good or bad. And <laughs> but that's not what I'm I'm on about right now. <laughs> like I'm just trying to clarify how intentions can go very wrong, you know, intentions can be misread even by the best of friends. You might assume that someone's intention is something specific for a very long time and it might be something completely different. You know, I've had my share of misunderstandings where people thought that I I was trying to attempt to do something very different than what I was actually doing. But like right now, after being so aware of what I'm, what intention I'm trying to deliver to other people in my life I've just become a lot better at it depending on the context of the situation I'm in and I think that's what uh, that's something I think that it, it's worth taking uh, taking a look at for every one of us you know being honest with yourself initially of knowing what your intention is and like I said you can have multiple intentions at the same time but knowing which one is which ones you want to sort of identify with and which ones you decide to act out on, uh, those are, those are very. It's a it's a very important step, you know, knowing which intentions you want to act on and which which ones you don't want to act on, and feeding the ones that you want to to be you, and not feeding the ones that aren't you. Uh, but that takes a brutal type of honesty with yourself, you know, without being afraid of being hurt, because like, what's actually being hurt when you're honest with yourself? your ego or pride and that's not worth much it's just your false idea of who you are that you cling to so much because you there's nothing else to cling to because we're all lost souls in a world where no one knows what the fuck's going on right so taking a look at intention is is nice and mainly because i feel like a lot of people not a lot of people i think people can actually feel your intention if your intention is good or bad you know I think that type of thing, you know, if the person in front of you is aware, he'll be able to smell that. You know, of course, not everyone's going to know what your intention is. Uh, Even if your intention is bad, people might think you're a good person if you act uh, in in a manner that they make that you that makes them think that you're good. But at least for me, you know, I always felt like if my intention was bad, I didn't know how to approach the situation. So I usually always diverted from having bad intentions I just think like 
in general, I kill any type of bad intention I have as soon as I think I have it. And generally right now, it's just, I try to, I try to want good for everyone around me, no matter who they are, because we're all one of the same breed. We're all, again, lost souls, right? And then it's up to me to try to also not try to only convey my intention to people, but to merge my intention with their intention because we're cooperative by nature. We're a society. We're a society. We're all together bonded. And a compromise of intentions needs to happen before anything moves forward. And something beautiful about that can sometimes happen when you get two intentions and you put them together and you have a new road and path both of you can walk on. And a lot of that is by actually sitting with a person and instead of trying to convey so much what your intention is, you try to understand completely what their intention is because it's not always about you. It's almost never about you. It's it can it's, it's about both of you at the same time. And because of that, you need to at least be mature enough to take the responsibility to... to allow the person's intention to come across but that does not mean that his or her intention should dominate your intention it's not that at all it's just that you if you understand and you're clear about your intention having someone's intention come into into let's say the pool of meaning that we have between each other and into the communicative atmosphere that we have that shouldn't completely it shouldn't bother you the way what i what i'm trying to get to with my intention with this is that i think sometimes people are afraid of actually understanding other people's intentions completely and wholeheartedly because that might influence their own intention or they might adopt the other person intention another person's intention uh in place of their own and i think there is a fear with that because that weakens your hold on the frame between that interaction, the frame that you're both in in that interaction. And it's it's a bit damaging to your ego, maybe. And you want whatever ideas that your ego came up with or whatever intentions your ego came out with, you want them to sort of be have the priority because if they came from you, then they're, pro- they're probably the best or the most logical. You probably, obviously, you know the entire situation and obviously you're so smart and... Uh, you you understand their intention and where this should go because you know best obviously you know your brain wants to convince you of that because otherwise it's it's pretty miserable to think you don't have control and we want that sense of control so we might cling to our idea of meaning for so long instead of trying to just listen to what someone else's meaning is because that's all they want mainly they want someone else to make them feel to make them feel that's the <laughs> that's the important part to make them feel like their intention is understood so i remember going to the dentist and i had a I had a toothache and i sat down and I, I had seen her like two months before that and she checked my teeth and she hooked me up and everything was fine but i went again and she was like yeah how how's everything and i was like yeah everything's perfect but could you check if anything's wrong with my teeth and she's like, yeah, sure. She just puts this, um, I don't know what's it called, the mirror thing they put in your mouth when they want to see your teeth. And she checked them all in like less than a minute. 
And she's like, yep, perfect. Your teeth are fantastic. You can leave. I'm like, yeah, but I, I have this pain here. Do you think this tooth has anything wrong with it? She's like, she didn't even look, you know, she didn't even bother looking again. She's like, no, no, it's definitely fine. Don't worry about it. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> and, and I was like, what, you know? And I left and like the pain is gone and maybe she was right. There was nothing. But I think it it just would have been nice if she she looked at me and smiled and she went down and just looked again specifically at this tooth and told me, no, actually, your tooth is perfect. You know, nothing's wrong with it. Maybe you're just hurting for for whatever reason. But she would have made me feel like I was understood and I was relevant and my intention was understood. And that would have made me feel that much more appreciative of her as a, as a doctor. And I would just like to go and see her more often or recommend her to friends more often. So that factor of just making people feel like they are understood by by just going into their frame a little bit. You know, I went to the hairdresser today and I haven't I haven't actually went I haven't been to the hairdresser in like 18 months ever since I decided to grow my hair. And at the end of it he told me to tie it and I tied I tied all of it and he he started you know shaving around uh, the areas like to make it look like a, a clean look in general. And then I I take the the hairband off and I tie my hair again in a way that the bottom part of my the back of my hair is still loose so that I I didn't tie all of it but just the top part and then I have the bottom part a bit loose so it, it has a funkier look to it that I like and he's like how come you you're not tying all of it and I look at him and I'm like yeah but I think I think this looks uh, it has a more it's it's more of an interesting look and then he he paused he looked at me in the mirror and then he went down to my level with his head and he smiled. He's like, yeah, that is a more interesting look. And he, he he continued and I paid him and I left. And just just by that moment of him pausing and appreciating or understanding my own perspective of how I think I want my hair to look like, because it's my hair, made me appreciate him that much more. And, you know, imagine you're in a conversation with someone and you're debating something. Now, we always think that Sometimes when we're in a heated discussion, let's say there's something on the line, right? What's exactly on the line if I'm arguing, let's say, with my wife, okay? And I'm arguing with her and like we're both shouting at each other. What's on the line here is how we're both going to act forward from this moment on. Now, that's basically what's on the line, you know? But if you look at it a bit deeply, you can see that there might be a power dynamic between this couple. And you don't want, the husband's pride doesn't want to be hurt and the wife's pride doesn't want to be hurt or the wife has been feeling like she's she's not being understood lately and she's not being listened to. And the husband might just feel like he's the type of person who doesn't communicate that much. And he doesn't feel like there's even this need to show someone that they're understanding them, you know. Which is the case a lot of the time. It's just about, you know, one person or maybe both people at the same time not feeling like they're understood. So what's what's still at stake, you know? What's at stake could be the possibility of losing the person and getting a divorce, the possibility of being yelled at and in a way that hurts your feelings, the possibility of you being kicked out of your home and having to sleep at your friend's couch or something like that. There's all of that at stake, and, and because of that, you feel like there is this need for you to react aggressively by just shouting out your intention and 
and raising your voice so you feel like if I raise my voice maybe I'll I'll be understood more maybe my intention is gonna get across better but it's not gonna get across better you know if both of you are shouting then none none of you none of you is listening to the other person so what's the, what's the point you know so let's put everything that's in, that's at stake on hold for a little bit let's let's assume that with this interaction with my my wife arguing with me there is absolute absolutely nothing that i can lose and nothing that can go wrong as long as i sit down and listen to what she has to say and then she'll say all of it and that's not going to be enough for her to feel like i understood what she means and what she what she intends so i have to ask her if what I think she means is what she means, you know, so I'll listen to everything that she says and I'll rephrase and I'll be like, okay, it seems like it seems or it feels to me, those are very powerful terms saying something like it seems like or it feels like because you you don't have the person that you're talking to, you don't identify that person with what you think they mean. So your interpretation of what they're saying. So when I say... It seems to me like what you said is this, 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 this. Uh, instead of saying what you said is this, 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 this. You know, like there's a very big difference. It's subtle, but it's 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 a huge. You know, use it in your life. See see if it changes anything. Uh, I I realized I I use that all the time, especially with people I I'm meeting for the first time. So anyways, you you say that and you're like, it seems like this and this and this and this and this is what you, what you mean. And then then it's up to her to be like, yes, I meant partly that, maybe 30% of what you said. And 70% of that actually I don't mean. And this is what I actually mean again. And then you repeat that again and you tell her, okay, so what you mean is after like, you stay quiet for a long time until she finishes everything she has to say and like you pause and you listen, you know, until like you wait three three to four seconds before opening your mouth. You know, think about it like preparing popcorn in the microwave. You always wait three seconds before you hear there is a difference between a pop and the, the last pop, you know, like the last pop. You wait three seconds and it, the, nothing pops, but then it pops again. It's probably done by then. <laughs> Talking to people is a lot like making popcorn in the microwave. So uh, you wait until they're done and you rephrase that again and you tell them, this and, is this what you actually meant? Uh, and then they'll be like, yeah, finally, okay, this is this is what I mean. This is what I what I what I have been seeing from you, and this is how it's been affecting me. And then you you jump out and you're like, okay, so this is what you mean. And this is why you think this is what you mean. And we got that down. Okay, so I feel like I feel like because of what <laughs> what's going on right now, because of this entire situation, uh, my intention was a bit mis misread. And this and this and this is is what what's really bothering me. And maybe this and this and this is what I would like to to change. Or if you maybe that was a bit too vague of an example I, I used a lot a lot of this is this and this and this but uh, you can say as as the husband and let's say the wife wants you to change something about yourself you'll be like okay I act the way I do because I feel like 
because of how much I love you and how connected we are, I don't feel like I need to prove to you how much I love you. I think that that should be a given, for example. And you'd like me to change in a way that makes you feel like, to make that makes you feel like I love you more. And because of that, you want me to act in certain ways and do gestures that make you feel more appreciated and loved, which is fine, you know, you deserve to feel appreciated and loved. And if I'm not making you feel that, then I'll try to change in the ways that I can to see if if I can make that happen. And it won't be 100% her desires and it won't be 100% your desires, but you'll, you can shift your actions in a way that minimally disturb you and maximally, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, um, maximally, I'll say it anyways, please her and satisfy her. And that's where those two intentions meet and compromise is found. And, and it's, it's just... It's just funny because we don't let ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to absorb all of that, that information and interpret it completely properly because we have someone we can throw that information against, you know, and see if that interpretation is right. And while we're talking, there is no really specific time limit for us to talk, you know, we're talking, this is important, or if it's, if we don't have the time now, we can decide on a time together to talk about this properly later. And then there's no need to shout, there's no need to feel like you're under pressure of trying to prove a point as fast as you can. What we're trying to do isn't to prove a point, what we're trying to do is reach a situation where we can continue moving on our with our lives in a much more coher- coherent and better way, right? But for that you have to accept letting your your ego take the hit of just being quiet and not thinking that you know all the answers and you interpret everything 100% correctly just from the first interpretation that you have. I can't even tell you how many times I thought I knew something properly and was completely <laughs> blown out the water that I was I was just fucking completely wrong of what I thought someone thought or what I thought that I thought or what I thought some concept or idea was and <laughs> like come on like who who of us hasn't written a test and thought they did like a, a perfect score and got it back with a with a score much less than they thought they would, you know, at least that happened to me quite often, where I went out of the exam, I was like, man, I fucking aced this shit, like, I knew exactly every answer, uh, I thought, I basically convinced myself that I understood what exactly every question wanted from me, and that I gave exactly what the teacher was looking for in every question, and that's, that's something you have to also be aware of, that the teacher slash observer, supervisor of whatever, is looking for a certain type of reaction or a certain type of answer or way of answer that you would need to to accommodate your in, intention with, you know? And this accommodation of intention, is it takes practice. You need to be aware of, of what you have and what the other person expects, but that's also up to interpretation, right? Uh, what you have inside of you and what the other person sh- might have inside of them, and you play around with that. But it's it's not just between two people. That's not the only thing you're contending with. It's between yourself of what you think your your intentions are and how your internal dialogue is. It's between you and serving that tennis ball, right? And trying to get it at that specific location. And you're trying to basically manifest the world and put your intention into the world in a way that carries the most meaning to you. 
because you're trying to move things in a certain direction depending on your intention okay so bear with me your interaction with your internal interaction that you propose or i don't know if propose is the right word that you're trying to impose sorry on on the world that there's that filter of communication and you're trying to communicate with the world through your body to put your intention into the real world the real physical world that we're in so your internal intention is to win this game but in reality to win this game you're facing against another opponent who also has the intention of going against you from the other side with the intention of winning as well so you have two intentions opposing intentions that go against each other with with the intention of winning you know and only one one team or one person can win so you're going to have to fight you have to contend with the laws of physics so that you can know that if i hit the ball at this angle with this strength then it will hit over there so you're contending with the physical laws of the universe and you're you're contending with your body to listen to the commands that your your head is telling it to to move <laughs> to move with in a certain direction to manifest that thing in reality and you're also contending with the player in front of you that's also contending with his own body and that's also contending with the physical world and both of you exists exist within that physical world going against each other putting your intentions against each other and the person that can the one who can convey himself or put his energy forth of what's inside of him through the f these filters that are between him and his intention being realized that's the one who's going to win right and that's maybe that's what we see when we see like a hero who has the will to rise up against the the forces around him that that are defeating him and then he gets up against all the odds and he <laughs> he gets up and he just does it you know pure will pure intention he imposes that on the forces that are probably stronger than him and they're usually they usually beat him down and he's so weak but then he gets up at the last second and he does it and he gets his his intention across of how the world should be like and that's that's the proper way of being of trying to manifest good intention into the world to turn things towards a better path and i don't know i i just try to have a good intention wherever possible and i and even when i when i communicate something to someone even if it's something negative my intention in saying that negative thing is not bad my intention is good let's say someone smells like shit and no one's telling them that they need deodorant so you you go to your friend let's say he smells bad and you tell him like dude this might sound rude but i think like uh, most times I'm around you I'm always smelling this weird odor and I think that you should t use this type of deodorant I have it's a really good deodorant uh, it it uses natural ingredients that kill the bacteria that cause the the, the smell instead of instead of trying to mask the smell and I got you a bottle here it is man um, I, I hope you use it and that's it you know like like that can go a few ways he can look offended and he can be like dude what the fuck you know how can you tell me i smell but honestly i wouldn't be friends with someone who would be offended by me telling them something true like that you know i want someone who who's realistic and can appreciate 
something like that, you know? And but let's say your friend was was offended. Listen listen to their let them finish their their let them say their piece, let's put it that way, of why they're offended and all of that, and then look at them and be like, Bro, I'm not trying to insult you or anything, man, but it's just I don't want my one of my friends to to go on about their day without knowing that they smell like this. And honestly, if I was in that position, I'd love it if you could you would tell me that too. And that's all genuine truth inside of you that you're just sharing with with your friends without trying to judge them, without trying to hurt them, without trying to anything. You're doing this for their benefit, even though it's something bad. Uh, and socio sociologically speaking, or like uh, pers- from their perspective, it can seem bad. And you'll be in a lot of situations where you have to say something difficult to someone, but that something is would be good for them. Uh, I'm not talking about trying to keep on telling your children what to do or trying to give advice to people when it's not asked for. But sometimes people need to know things that otherwise shouldn't be kept in the dark. And if you're the only person that can tell them that, I think in a way you're morally obligated to. That actually happened to me about, I'll, I'll be honest about this, I was... Uh, it was August last year, and I was hanging out with uh, with one of my brother's best friends. His name is Omar Sawalha. I really want to have a, have a podcast episode with this guy. I think he's one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. Like, really, he's such a sharp guy, but he, he, he just acts, he makes everything around him such a funny story. And he's never serious. But beneath all of that non-seriousness, I feel like there's this very strong seriousness that I just fucking love, you know? And I just absolutely appreciate that. So I was chilling with him, uh, because why not, you know? (laughs) And I was driving with him in the car after, like, leaving a party or something, and he he just said it, you know? He's like, dude, I don't want to insult you or anything, but, like, every now and then like i feel like i i smell an odor off of you and i think that if you use a different deodorant i think that would be a lot better and i was i looked at him and i was like fuck yeah dude that's exactly what i want to hear thanks for telling me this i didn't know that i smelled thanks for letting me know uh <laughs> and he he was like i saw him like <laughs> were taken aback by that a little bit he didn't expect me to take it that well and he's like yeah man i i use this type of deodorant and that type of deodorant you should check them out and I was like, thanks, dude. But now I actually do use a deodorant that's, uh, that kills the bacteria instead of just masking it. And it's, it's a fucking game changer, man. It's, like, it's such a good one. And I think it's such a good investment to put your money into something like that because it, it smells citrusy. Like it's, it's, they use natural ingredients and it has a citrusy smell that lasts for like five minutes. And then you simply do not smell at all. That's it. You just don't smell. And you don't have that very heavy deodorant mask smell to you or anything like that no it's just nice so (laughs) i hope i got my intention across properly to all of you guys in this episode uh i I hope you can share your intention with me tell me what tell me share your story with me please you know send me on uh, midnight wisdom's facebook page wouldn't be too hard to find you know just write midnight wisdom in the search bar find me like the page and just send me a message and tell me like a point or a story of of a time where you you wanted you had a certain intention in mind and everything just crumbled on itself you know where you realized <laughs> people misinterpreted what i wanted to say 
they misunderstood me, I misunderstood them, and it all went wrong. I really enjoyed recording this one. I, I, I loved, I loved this. It's always nice.